Good evening and welcome once again to another episode of the Friday Night Parkdale Special. I'm your host Joyrider coming to you live from the Dollhouse in downtown Toronto with my feline co-hosts Chatty G, Silent J, and Floofmaster Toby. And this is episode 120. Last week when we were talking about shoegaze, I mentioned that the Cocteau twins were more on the dream pop side of things. That's both accurate and inaccurate, and part of why the Cocteau Twins can be called both shoegaze and dream pop is a matter of region and hair splitting. So let's get arbitrary and split some hairs. Dream pop is a term that describes a broader musical umbrella under which shoegaze sits. During the peak of shoegaze in the late 80s, early 90s, people in the US frequently referred to shoegaze as dream pop without any distinction, whereas in the UK, dream pop and shoegaze were not treated the same. Shoegaze had as many layers as dream pop, but in shoegaze, many of those layers might be effects pedals, noise and fuzz and feedback. Some acts would straddle genres, but there was a difference between the two. Another key difference is the dream pop as a genre label goes back much farther than the term shoegaze. At its highest level definition, dream pop could be applied to anything that had a dreamy, ethereal sound that was evocative, escapist, with a lot of layering and texture. The earliest pieces that incorporate elements that can be said to be dream pop include material by the Beach Boys, Velvet Underground, and George Harrison. With the Beach Boys and George Harrison in particular, Phil Spector played a role in the production with, of course, his wall of sound, which is where that level of texture and layering comes in. So just to set the stage, let's get started tonight with a song from Velvet Underground. This from 1967 is Venus in Furs. If 
a boot of shiny, shiny leather. Shiny leather in the dark. Tongue of thongs, the belt that does await you. Strike, dear mistress, and cure his heart. Slightly, Severin, down on your bended knee. Taste the whip in love not given lightly. Taste the whip now, bleed for me. should be specific when I say that um, Phil Spector was involved with the Beach Boys album Sunflower. He wasn't the producer of the album, but this would have been after Pet Sounds. So by this point, Brian Wilson had internalized the wall of sound from Phil Spector and was applying it on his own. From 1970s album Sunflower, this is the Beach Boys' All I Want to Do.
So to quickly refresh your memory on the George Harrison album, All Things Must Pass, this came out in 1970 and it was his first solo album after the breakup of the Beatles and it featured the song My Sweet Lord, which we talked about in one of the Black History Month episodes last year in reference to the melody having been pretty much lifted wholesale from someone else's song. And it also featured the really solid track, What Is Life. From that album, this is George Harrison's Let It Down.
So each of those three examples were cited by different music critics and journalists as the earliest key example. I can see in each of them how each journalist was right. There are certainly bits of all of it, and it makes me think again of the universal consciousness. Sometimes things just spring into being from multiple places all at the same time. Who knows, maybe Carl Jung really was onto something. The late 70s is where the sound really starts to pick up. Goth rock led to Ethereal Wave, and one band that was way ahead of its time in this area was Derudi Column. From their 1979 album called The Return of the Derudi Column, this is Sketch for Summer. As we know from last week, around the early 80s, Cocteau Twins and Dead Can Dance also formed, and 
It was also around this time that the record label 4AD really began to represent more acts with that kind of sound. And as a result, there was sort of a music collective supergroup that came of some of these members across multiple bands. This Mortal Coil put out their first album in 1984 and it was titled It'll End in Tears. It's hard to play anything else from this album but this song. It's just a classic. From This Mortal Coil, this is Song to the Siren. Oh, you. 
Dead Can Dance was also within this sort of sphere, even though they were, again, a little bit more on the goth side and also probably more dark wave than ethereal, but there was certainly a quality of that in their work, particularly by the time they put out their second album, Spleen and Ideal, which came out in 1985. From that album, this is the opening track from Dead Can Dance, De Profundis, Out of the Depths of Sorrow.
Up next, we have one from the Cocteau Twins, and in the same tradition as Depeche Mode's Catching Up with Depeche Mode, which was a compilation that also had a couple of new tracks on it, the song we're going to listen to next came from a compilation album called The Pink Opaque, which came out in 1986 and also contained a number of previously released songs, as well as a few that had not been released elsewhere. From that compilation album, this is Cocteau Twins' Pearly Dew Drops Drops.
The next act we're going to hear from is A.R. Kane, and that was a duo of Alex Ayuli and Rudy Tambala. They had a couple of EPs, and their first album was called 69. It came out in 1988. They were also the guys behind, or part of, the, the people behind Mars of Pump Up the Volume fame. From A.R. Kane's first album, this is... Sun falls into the sea. Yeah. 
Part of what makes ARKane so important to the dream pop scene is that they were actually the first to use that term in reference to themselves. Up next we have one that has a bit of a backstory to it. Apparently David Lynch wanted to use this Mortal Coil's version of Song to the Siren in the movie Blue Velvet, but couldn't get the rights to it, and so he enlisted a composer named Angelo Badalamenti and a singer named Julie Cruz to create a song that would stand in its stead and have that same feel to it. This collaboration went so well that they ended up doing an entire album called Floating Into the Night, which came out in 1989, and the single that ended up being the most key from that album was actually the Twin Peaks theme. From Angelo Badalamenti with Julie Cruz, this is Falling. Thank you. 
Julie Cruz continued to work in music up until about 2012. It was something she revealed in 2018 that she had systemic lupus and it was causing her a great deal of pain. In an interview with Pitchfork, she said that she would likely end up ending her own life and in June of this year, she completed suicide. Her partner was quoted in the New York Times as saying that she left this realm on her own terms, no regrets. She is at peace. I played the B-52s roam during her transition. Now she will roam forever. Last week I mentioned that Chapter House was one of those acts that straddled multiple genres. And that's definitely the case. In addition to shoegaze and Madchester, they also have some stuff that is in the dream pop arena. This is Chapter House Mesmerize.
By the time we move into the 90s, dream pop shifts a little in style, leaning towards India with a bit more guitar than synth. And this particular phase of dream pop includes acts like Mazzy Star and The Sundays. From their 1992 album Blind, this is The Sundays' Wild Horses.
Messy Star was said to be sort of LA's glitzy decay answer to dream pop. And from their album, So Tonight That I Might See, this is Mazzy Star's Fade Into You.
The next act we're going to listen to actually formed in the early 90s, 93 I think, and their initial sound was a lot more noisy and heavy, but somewhere around 2000, 2004, they started shifting a little bit to a point that by the time their 2004 album Misery is a Butterfly came out, they'd been signed to 4AD, which should give you a pretty clear indication of where their sound went. From the album prior to that, though, Melody of Certain Damaged Lemons, which came out in 2000, this is Blonde Redhead's For the Damaged. Around 2007, an artist who went by Panda Bear put out an album called Person Pitch, and his sound is said to harken back to that Beach Boys kind of dream pop sound. 
The piece we're going to listen to is a little bit more ambient than that, though. From that 2007 album, this is Panda Bear's Search for Delicious.
Bad for Lashes is the project name of Natasha Khan, who is of Pakistani descent and originally from Britain. She has worked with some really huge names over the years and has covered Radiohead and The Cure and toured with Coldplay at one point. I believe she's released five albums under that name and has a couple under another side project. This next one we're going to listen to is from her second album called Two Sons. From 2009, this is Bat for Lashes, Daniel. Yeah. 
Up next, we have one from Swedish artist Likely, who moved to Brooklyn when she was 21 to record her first album, Youth Novels, which came out in 2008. Her second album, Wounded Rhymes, came out in 2011, and that was when I first heard of her. Thank you to Bevan for the heads up on this one. The song we're going to listen to next is Likely's Sadness is a Blessing. My wounded rhymes 
The next artist we're going to hear from goes by the name Washed Out. His birth name is actually Ernest Green Jr. And this is another artist who I was introduced to by a friend. Thank you, Frederick, for pointing me in this particular direction. Washed Out was part of the short-lived micro-genre Chillwave. I say short-lived because, on paper at least, it really only spanned three years. Much like Vaporwave, Chillwave started in an ironic, jokey kind of way, and then people began to take it seriously, which, oddly enough, is said to be what killed it. It's also worth noting that Washed Out was said to be the godfather of Chillwave from Washed Out's debut album, which came out in 2011. It's titled Within and Without. This is Washed Out's Eyes Be Closed.
part of why it's important to include a chill wave artist in tonight's show is because elements of chill wave ended up being brought back into dream pop, particularly the sampling and the use of synths, which, given the chill wave leans on an 80s aesthetic pretty hard, brings it full circle in a way. Everything old is new again. Up next, we have one from Beach House, which is an act out of Maryland, and their material is definitely part of the legacy of Dream Pop. They formed in the early aughts and released their first album in 2008. The track we're going to listen to, though, comes to us from their third album, which came out in 2012, entitled Bloom. From Beach House, this is Myth.
The next artist we're going to hear from is Dive, and they're out of Brooklyn, but interestingly enough, their first album, titled Ocean, which came out in 2012, has cover art by an Inuit artist named Kyakshuk. It's really striking and very similar in style to the work of Kenyuak Ashivak. From Dive and their 2012 album Ocean, this is Droon. Our next artist up is Cigarettes After Sex, who formed in Texas in 2008. Released as a single in 2015, this is Cigarettes After Sex, Affection. What does it mean? 
going to hear from formed formed in Nottingham in 2009 and their first album came out in 2013 from their second album Truth is a Beautiful Thing which came out in 2017 this is London Grammar's 
rooting for you. Let winter break Let it burn Till I see you again I will be here with you Just like I told you I would I'd love to Darling, I'll be rude 
I feel like that song continues in the tradition of this mortal coil and song to the siren, so I had to play it. Up next we have a bit of CanCon, and G is very excited about that. Out of PEI, we have a band called Always, and they formed in 2011, releasing their first album in 2014. We're going to listen to something from their second album, which came out in 2017 and was called Antisocialites. This, from Always, is Dreams Tonight. Sorry. 
Up next, we have one from No Vacation, which started out as a dorm room band, and they seem to bounce back and forth between San Francisco and Brooklyn. Between their first album and their second album, there was a long hiatus, and they weren't sure they would actually reform at all, but they did, and in 2017, they put out Intermission. From that album, this is Yam Yam.
So part of the reason why I think it is valuable to have a differentiation between shoegaze and dream pop is because if you don't, you've got acts like My Bloody Valentine side by side with Lana Del Rey, and that just doesn't make sense. So with that being said, from Lana Del Rey's sixth album, Norman fucking Rockwell, which came out in 2019, this is Mariner's Apartment Complex. sadness out of context at the mariner's apartment complex I ain't no candle in the wind I'm the boy the lightning the thunder the kind of girl who's gonna make you wonder who you are and who you've been Is with you on these beaches, your Venice bitch, your diehard, your weakness. Maybe I could save you from your sins. So kiss the sky and whisper to Jesus. My, 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 you found this, you need this. Take a deep breath, baby, let me in. You lose your way, just take my Too far 
Our last song for the night is another bit of CanCon out of Edmonton, Alberta. This act has worked with bands like Health. Purity Ring formed in 2010 and they have released three albums so far. From their 2020 album, Womb, this is Pink Lightning. Quietly 
That's our show for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have you share some of your week with me. If you'd like to support the show, go to the FNPS.com. All the social media links are at the top right, including my coffee link and the show's Patreon link. Patrons get access to my scratch pad, which is pretty voluminous, as well as early notice bonus shows and some fun merch and the tower. I am finally calling in backup tomorrow. It's happening. It's happening! Whether short-term or long-term support, your coins help me pay for hosting, streaming, and new tunes to keep the show both on the air and fresh. Every cent helps. There's also a suggestion box on the site, so if you have show ideas, drop them in there. I look forward to hearing them. As always, be well and stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.